0: the Dating While Adulting podcast, the greatest podcast ever made, if we may say so ourselves. Go to datingwhileadulting.com for access to everything related to the podcast. That's our Twitter, our YouTube, blog, information about the hosts, etc. So with all that being said, let's get to the conversation. Happy New Year, everybody. It is so nice to see you. I was about to say it's so nice to see everybody even though I can't see anybody or I can't hear anybody because you're listening to this. That's neither here nor there. Happy New Year. Hope everybody's new year is starting off well, even though I know some of you aren't having a great new year so far. You're already looking at 2022 and saying this is an extension of that. But with that said, hey it's a marathon not a sprint so you have time. But um happy new year to everybody and I hope you all have a good year um unless you're doing bad things and i hope you don't have a good year but that's a whole another story hey let me get into this um because i have things to do i i, I try to stay away from young people's stuff <laughs> the stuff that younger people deal with every now and then me and reggie would talk about some things i remember we got into this whole thing about um cardi b and offset and all of that stuff and he just felt icky because i'm old enough to be their dad i guess or at least older uncle or something like that. but with that said, um, there are times when younger people that do things that impact society and specifically our culture on the whole. and when I refer to our quote unquote culture I mean black culture you hear people talk all about the culture all the time but it's weird that people all people are always afraid to say the black part and that's really what we're referring to anyway. I want to talk about this Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion stuff. Um, and for people that don't know, Megan is 27. She's a 27-year-old rapper um, that was, quote, dating 30 30, another 30-year-old rapper that went by the name Tory Lanez, goes by the name Tory Lanez. That's his stage name or whatever. And the reason that I say quote and use the air quotes when referring to them dating is because I really don't know the extent of what the relationship was that they had um, from what I read and unfortunately I've read way too much about all of this over the past week. Um, they were allegedly sleeping together and according to Tori's attorney and cryptically according to Tory and social media posts because that's what everybody does post stuff on social media um, Tori was exposed <clears throat> Tory was exposed for sleeping with both Megan. And Megan's assistant at the same time. Now, with that said, both Megan and her assistant they denied this. Anyway, one night after a party, allegedly at Kylie Jenner's house, another irrelevant piece of information. Tori and Megan got into an argument, which led to Tori shooting Megan in both of her feet. Okay, interesting. According to Megan. Um, Megan also said that Tory, before he shot her, yelled out, quote, dance, bitch. Yeah. To make a long story short, there was a trial and Tory was found guilty of, let me get these straight, assault with a semi-automatic handgun, carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle and discharging a weapon, a firearm, in specific, um, particularly with gross negligence at the time that this particular episode was recorded. He's awaiting sentencing, which could be 20 years, up to 20 years in prison, and or um, deportation. Tori was born in Canada, for people that didn't know, and that is the backstory of all of that. The reason that I'm talking about this now Is because of the response of their peers to all of this. And when I refer to their peers, I mean their peers in the rap hip hop industry. I say rap hip hop as if I'm not a part of it. Well, I'm not part of the industry, but I am part of the culture. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. Um, The majority of what I've heard, mostly from men in the industry, is they're taking more of a hands-off approach. It's so funny to hear many of these people, um, specifically guys that have opinions about everything, and some of them are paid, many of them are paid to give their opinions on various social media platforms, TV shows, radio shows, whatever. But despite being paid to give their opinions and their willingness to give opinions on almost everything, all of a sudden, these same people are saying things like, well, we need to wait to see how all of this plays out. And there are two sides to every story. And, you know, both sides said things that were lies and stuff like that. Even now that there's a verdict, a lot of guys, most um, that I've heard, are playing the middle, even still. And then there are some like Drake who who i I do like as a rapper and excuse me like drake on his latest album with 21 savage who sub megan on a verse let me get this right because i want to quote this accurately um on the album he says this bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion she don't even get the joke but she's still smiling So a lot of people took that as a shot at Megan Stallion. um, um, And it's hard to disagree with that. It seems like it was pretty directed. Anyway. And and since that I've heard guys in the industry actually defending the verse, saying that, you know, this is just hip hop and just the way that hip hop goes. And you get to like make little witty rhyme plays with s- things that happen and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I specifically mean this about DJ Envy of the Breakfast Club, because he's one of the main ones that was taking that, um, taking that stand. All right. It's all just a part of hip-hop. It's funny because back when Reggie, yes, that Reggie, was doing the show, when he was on the show regularly, we would often talk about how men and women might love each other, but not like each other. And that goes especially in the Black community, unfortunately. And when men can't condemn this... And I'm talking about the passive way that I and not the passive way that I've heard people say, well, you know, yeah, he was wrong. But nah. if you can't condemn this sternly and firmly, I don't know that you can condemn anything that would happen to a um, to a woman at the hands of a black man. It's weird. Now, with all that said, when you listen to some of Megan's lyrics, I mean, they're not her lyrics aren't exactly bringing the genders together either. I mean, she talks about tricking dudes for money on some of her joints and all kind of stuff like that. And it seems like there's this thing among some female rappers, Megan in particular, where they've employed this strategy of trying to combat some of the misogyny that's always existed in hip hop with trying to match what the men do. And reverse it but you know that won't work i mean men have been disrespecting women for way too long for women to think that they can match that men have been doing it for too long to women and have gotten too good at doing it to women to think that women can flip it and do the same things to men and have the same effect nah it doesn't work that way but even with that said even though you might not agree with some of the lyrical content that she puts out, you know, I, excuse me, I didn't hear anything in any of the lyrics that I listened to that made me feel like somebody should shoot her based on that. She can actually flow. She's a good rapper, but yeah, there was nothing that would make, would justify her being shot based over some lyrics or whatever happened that night i mean if you get into an argument with a woman or something like that regardless of who started it or what the basis of it was to pull out a gun and shoot at someone even if you say that you were shooting at the ground and the shots ricocheted into her feet even if you i mean what are we talking about here this should be open and shut not in terms of the court case because that has to play out once you hear all the evidence but now that we have a verdict, and now that we've heard everything that's happened on that night, according to several witnesses, not just Tori and not just Megan, but now that we know the de- some of the details, the specifics of what happened, to still just be like, well, you know, things happen, and yeah, this dude, and nah, that's that's fucked up. And we have to call it that. Is is tripped out. The bottom line in all of this is that we all need to do better. Men, we need to do better in protecting our sisters, even though they can frustrate us. And man, oh man, can they frustrate us. We still need to stand up for them. Even, even if that means that we're standing up against our homeboy. Or a famous rapper that we just happen to like, we still have to stand up for our women. And women, it's not just men not standing up for you all. Women, you all need to stand up for yourselves as a unit. And I'm remind when I say that I'm reminded of back in the day when um, C. Dolores Tucker was calling out misogyny in hip hop. Um, And she was calling out um, Death Row and Snoop in particular and stuff like that. And she was called everything but a child of God. And a lot of that was from women. These were women that justified the use of the word bitch in records as rappers speaking about a specific type of woman. You're not talking about me or a specific woman like that doesn't that's not me. So you can just say it about other women as long as I don't fall into that category. That really doesn't fly. as a matter of fact, chris Chris Rock used to make a joke about it about you in a club, and you just hearing these dudes call you a bitch on the record, and you just like, yeah, turn it up. longest the longest the beat is hot. You can rock with it despite what's said on said beat. So, It's interesting, though. I'm also reminded um, of the whole R. Kelly trial and things like that. I remember I went to an R. Kelly concert and I remember that as I drove past the venue, there were women holding up signs proclaiming his innocence. And I don't think they were the women that he was holding hostage and kidnapping and all that. These were women in the city that felt like R. Kelly was being done wrong. And it was a lot of women holding signs and stuff. Obviously, this was before he went to jail. But just the fact that they were taking a stand that strongly when there were just accusations against other women, which is interesting. I'm also reminded back in the day of Mike Tyson, he went to jail for rape. And women specifically saying that um, the woman Desiree Washington must have wanted it uh, because she was in his room at three in the morning. Now, I don't know Mike Tyson. I don't know Desiree Washington. I don't know if Mike raped Desiree or not. But I'm always amazed, and I was amazed listening to women defend Mike as if they knew for a fact that he didn't do it. Like they knew him personally. Women that never met him, but just felt so strongly to speak out um, against a woman that they didn't know as well. And just pointing to the fact that she was in a place that she shouldn't have been at. So she must have been with it. And it's just trying to extort him for money. Okay. Um, and I'm also reminded of, and I know, I'm, I know people don't like this, but I'm reminded of Kobe Bryant, um, who paid a woman off. And I never will forget this. I remember it like it was yesterday. He had a press conference at the Laker facility after he paid the woman off and she didn't show up for trial. And he was basically let off because of that. Um, One of the first things he did in the press conference, he apologized to his wife and then he apologized to the woman. And the quote goes, oh, shoot, I wish I had looked it up, but it's I'm paraphrasing a little bit. But he says, I want to apologize to her. I understand why she felt the way that she felt. Like, I'm not saying that's an admission, um, but wow, that's something for somebody to accuse you of something and for you to apologize to her in a press conference i just always found that fascinating and that's one of the things that people don't talk about when they talk about kobe bryant and i understand how someone's legend grows after they pass but um it is what it is now with that said i don't know kobe bryant i never met kobe bryant i don't know his accuser i never met his accuser but one of the things that amazed me about it and still continues to amaze me is how many women stand up for him, women that don't know him, have never met him, never met the accuser, don't know the accuser. And it's just funny to me how that works. If somebody accuses somebody of something, if a woman accuses a man of something, you shouldn't run the judgment and immediately condemn the man. I don't feel like you should. You shouldn't rush to judgment and immediately condemn the woman, the accuser. You should wait to see how these things play out. I'm constantly amazed at how people will run to one side or the other. And I'm amazed at how many women will run and bear arms against another woman who's accusing someone of something If it's a celebrity or somebody that they like. So I don't know if Mike did it. I don't know if Kobe did it. I don't. Well, R. Kelly's in jail. So I guess he's, he's, it's been proven that he's done something. But I'm not going to stand tall and like declare that they didn't do it. How would I know? Um, And it's just weird to me to see women run and defend guys over women who are accusing them of doing bad things. Yeah, why don't we just, anyway. Anyway, here we are now. With another opportunity to step up. With another opportunity to boycott Tory. With another opportunity, well, with an opportunity to boycott Drake for his insensitivity. men we need to stand up and protect our women but ladies to stand for you we need you to stand for yourselves and and you know and in this case it's a shame that i'm not seeing more men stand up for megan but i'm not seeing more women stand up for megan as well um it's is it's fast, at least publicly. Um, I don't know what they're doing um, privately. But yeah, that's the gist of what I had to say today. I want to, cl- I'll close by talking about Anita Pointer. Anita Pointer of the Pointer Sisters, she died. She was 74. And because she was 74, I think it's old enough that, you know, I can talk about it without giving you all a lecture about going to the doctor and checking your health and all that good stuff. She lived, you know, she was what it was. But the reason I point this out in particular is because, Anita Pointer was the last one of the Pointer Sisters, the original Pointer Sisters. That's alive. And now it looks like the Pointer Sisters is still going on with three different Pointers in the group. But the originals are all dead. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. We'll say it's sad, but is it really sad? I mean, you know, you lived a life. You lived a life. We all going to die. But with that said, um, shout out to Anita Pointer. Shout out to the Pointer Sisters. Uh, My mother used to play Pointer Sisters records all the time. Um, Yeah, not that Neutron dance mask, even though that was a big hit for them. And I'm so excited. Not even that, that he's so shy stuff. That's the stuff that um, I used to be feeling the slow hand, um, fire, the one that Bruce Springsteen redid and all that stuff. Yeah, they they did some good work. They, They have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame even though everybody has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So I guess that really doesn't matter as much, but still I'm done here. Um, Ladies look out, men look out for the ladies, ladies look out for each other and everybody look out for themselves. God bless. Reggie, you have anything to say before we get off here? Reggie doesn't have anything to say again if you want to hear Reggie's voice go back and listen to the first 50 episodes of this joint and you'll hear Reggie talking way too much um that's my guy though love him like a brother because he well I have a brother but I love him like a brother all right go live your lives goodbye